this week we discuss Kid and Play's film debut, House Party, and wonder who among us would have been invited to the party. Probably not me. I'm Chad. <laughs> and I'm Matt. And this is episode 24 of our podcast. We used to talk about this episode. Matt, are you ready? To, <laughs> are you ready to actually just talk about one movie this week, man? Yes, I am. Uh, it was a. I'm gonna say it was it was a chore watching those movies, but it was a good conversation we had about the movies. It was. It really was. So this week we are back, and we have another person that we used to work with. We would like to welcome Shatia onto the show. Yeah. <laughs> all right she, she comes with her own cheering squad <laughs> right. hi chad hi matt hey, hey. How, how you doing what's going oh, on I, how I, you feeling i'm doing how are you, you guys well um we're going man we're going um 20, 24 24 weeks in right you know where are you going we're going to the we're going to the moon all right the super bowl sure sure we're going to disney world <laughs> So Shatia is somebody that we used to work with. Uh, she is from uh, one of the many people that I trained. And actually, fun story. This isn't a story. This is a statement. Shatia is, is literally the very first person I ever sat down with when I was hired to be a trainer. And it was wow. an experience because we had to learn each other. And as so many people oh, that have been on this show previously have said, I am quite the acquired taste. Oh, so, you, oh boy. You, do you have a story you want to tell? <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. Chad, when when you first, I didn't even know that I was the first person that you ever sat with. So that was news to me. But let me tell you something. Chad, I thought I was going to have to curse you out. I thought I was going to have to go full on Chi-Town mode for you. Because I'm like, this dude here, I don't know who he think he talking to. But I am, <laughs> I am not the one. But I had to hold that in because I'm at work. I'm in training. I don't want, no, I don't want no, no smoke. I don't want no drama. You know what I'm saying? So I got to keep it real cool. Okay, Chad, whatever you say. This dude calls to the desk and he just says stuff and you be like, am I stupid or what? You know, I'm confused. <laughs> I, maybe I'm missing something. Chad, he will not, he wants you to answer the question. If you ask him a question, you need to answer it. Yeah, that's how you learn. Uh, that's not how everybody learns, sir. No, no. That's how you want us to learn. Yeah. And I thought I was going to have to bust your head. But, okay, <laughs> I was being difficult, but look at where you at now. You on a look podcast at, at 8 p.m. on a Saturday, all right? That's Saturday. where you at. This dude got me on a podcast at eight on a Saturday. Like I ain't got no life. Really? <laughs> I mean, you here, so obviously you don't. Oh, apparently I don't. So I'm here and I will be at work tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know you was doing seven days a week. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't know it was like that out in these streets. Oh, it's out, it's like that out in these streets, Chad. We we didn't come a long way over at that place. That place we all worked at. <laughs> um yeah so the uh, during the pre-show you were like why are we recording at this time 
And all I have to say is blame Matt. Matt? <clears throat> is it is that a time thing? I was guessing that it might be a time thing, a time zone yeah. thing with you, but yeah, because it's a 10 a.m. Sunday for me. Mm. So that's the only way we could do it is if we do it has to be on the weekend for me. And this is the best time we figured we can get it working. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, when Matt comes back to America, you know, we'll have a little bit more flexibility. <laughs> You'll get, are you planning on coming back to America? Coming to America. I'm going, they're going to be forcing me to come back. So I can't stay out here forever. So I get five oh. years. Oh, okay. Well, so 2024, five, I'll be I'm sure back. your five years is almost up. Mm. It's only been two. So I got three more left. Okay. It seems like forever. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, the time zone thing can be a little annoying. Like, uh, was that two weeks ago? We had the British guy. So I'm over here recording at midnight, and the dude's recording at six a.m. and Matt's just chilling at two p.m. It was ridiculous. Mm. Right. Like I ain't got nothing to do at two p.m. on a Sunday. Right. All all your Sunday plans. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. two p.m on a sunday but think about it like this we we, we gotta work these schedules so we can get it out for the listeners mm-hmm. and um just so you know i uh guy chat pull up the list we popping in ireland which is weird ireland, ireland has our ireland has our the most listeners that we have from after us and japan they're the uh-huh. most listeners that we have so for some reason in ireland Spain and the Philippines, they like us. Well, oh, okay. we, we know why we're doing well in the Philippines, though. All uh, because of uh, Melissa. Yeah, all because of either uh, Melissa uh, promoting like that. You, you're not, you, you don't follow her on Instagram? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, she does. Well, well now I, he knows. Yeah, let me get her handle and um, I'll start following her. I'll send it to you. Um, so what's been going on with you, Shatia? How are you feeling? What do you want to talk about? You have a platform. Let's go. Actually, lately, I've been feeling really good. You know, with your help, of course, I've applied to, actually, I applied before your help, but applied to some different jobs, five different ones. I've got some, uh, referrals, which I was excited about because I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm getting referred because before I was like, what is happening? I know I'm qualified. Why, why, why isn't anybody referring me to these places? But I got a, uh, quite a bit. I've been getting some in. Um, I got like a few in the VA. I got one from Chicago. I got one from Atlanta. Um, and then I just got an email from um, uh, immigration services for that and they want me to interview next week so I mean it's been I'm trying to get something popping here do you want your current employer to know that you are looking for other jobs uh they already know they've okay. already contacted them my supervisor is aware all right I was just asking since you know how your supervisor been I haven't talked to her in two years <laughs> all right <laughs> oh she's, she's good you know that oh, used to be like oh god i don't know how this is gonna work she why is she always asking where i am <laughs> it, it was uh, and, but she doesn't ask no where nobody else is so that's right that's crazy 
But yeah. maybe it's because you sat right there. So I think that's what it is because I was always right there. So if I, she always knew if I wasn't at my desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so I mean life is I've, I've actually been enjoying this I hate to say enjoying the pandemic moments because not really appropriate so, to say exactly well the, here's the thing I'll only say that not because you know there's a lot a lot of lives that's been lost and that's really that's the bad part about it and it's it has affected everybody in a way that is detrimental but for me, um, just the whole work environment thing, like being able to go in on some days and being able to stay at home some days, that has been amazing. And not having all these people in the building, that has been amazing. Like, whew, let me tell you, to not have to hear all these folks every single day has blessed my heart. <laughs> <laughs> It has blessed my heart. I'm telling you, I love it. I go into work. We only have to work six hours currently. So I get off at 12 and we get like, it's amazing. And then I come home, I go to the gym, I do whatever. And then on days where I'm working at home, I'm actually doing eight hours. I get that flexibility where, you know, it's still between six and nine, which, you know, I can roll up out of the bed at seven go log on to the computer and do what I got to do. It's been great. That's fair. I cannot, I, I, like a lot of people have complained about stuff, but I just don't have any complaints. Uh, I thank God that um, I haven't been affected or my family hasn't been affected by any deaths during this time. Uh, although I did have COVID myself and let me tell you, well, you had COVID. I did. I got it in January, actually. Interesting. Did yes. You, did did we know this? Did, like, did you make a post or something? No. Okay. No. Nobody knew that. Uh, just the people that I, you know, was around and close to. So that's about it. I mean, but it wasn't for me. That's I still can't complain because guess what? I'm still living. I'm still breathing. I didn't have to go to the hospital. I didn't have to get on any uh tubes or anything so i'm good it was it did take up it was worse for me than it was for my husband who he only had like a couple symptoms a couple days and he was good but he still had to stay in the house because we had it at the same time right that's mm -hmm. the good part about it, is that we didn't get it separately we got it at the same time so we quarantined the same amount of days and stay in the house together so but mine was worse because i literally for about two weeks could not get out of the bed wow the only time i got out of the bed was to use the bathroom or take a shower and i had to take a shower too uh because i had a fever that i could not break and that was probably the worst part of it because i i had chills i'm like oh how do i get rid of it i'm taking theraflu i'm taking this i'm taking that and nothing seemed to work and Probably the last day is when I, I got into the tub the night before and I just sat there in cold water and then it kind of broke thin and then I started to feel better. But that was kind of after the 
10 to 14 days of being in the house anyway so but yeah it was pretty bad like going up and down the stairs was a hassle wow yeah i'm so, glad you're doing better yeah. oh yeah a lot Quiet better bouncing around and was able yeah. to come on and tell your story thank you absolutely now but i have been vaccinated since so and I, mean, I didn't have any issues with the, the vaccination. I got the Pfizer. Didn't want you to be out here. One of those people was like, fuck the vaccine. You get COVID. <laughs> you know, um, I'm just, I, everybody need to know you need to take that vaccine. All right. Because it can happen Absolutely. to you. It can happen to you. And you don't want it. I promise you, you do not want it. I've had the flu before. And that was the worst I've ever felt. But once I got COVID, that was a whole different level of the flu. Mm. Whole different. So yeah, I um, I encourage people to do what they have to do. I hear you. Um, so Matt, what's been going on with you, good sir? Man, oh man. So speaking of like teleworking, like this whole years, I've never. I will always consider it essential. I never had to telework or anything. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> my son was a close contact of somebody else, so he had to get tested and everything. So. Um, he got tested negative, but since he's not vaccinated, he had to stay home for two weeks, which means I had to stay home for two weeks in teleworking. Okay. So if I was just a regular employee, I'd be like, yeah, teleworking is easy. But like now, since I'm part of management now, um, I can send the email out. You know, but people pretend like they didn't read it or they mm. read it. They don't address it another time. Of course. If I was physically there, I just go to these people face to face and be like, hey, I need you to do this. I need right. you to do that. Right. And it's done. Like, I absolutely hate those people that are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Not> why- <eight. laughs> yeah, I hate it because it's like I'm asking you to do something and you like, oh, well, since you aren't in the same space as me, it's not a priority. But exactly. if I'm asking you to do this, it clearly is a priority. Exactly. Right. I send the email at like nine and these motherfuckers won't respond back to like 2.30. And I'm like, what, what was you doing all day? <laughs> as if you didn't check that, you know you saw that email. Right. right. They read so like, it. They read it and it's like, <sighs> mad on some in, bullshit. I, I, uh, exactly. I, put, exactly. I put on there the read email so that it lets me know if you read the email or exactly. not. Exactly. Uh, you that person. Uh. I have I because these motherfuckers act like they didn't, they didn't I want to know if you right. read this shit and right. I know you did so why did you not respond when you read it right so like once so once I got back I'm like cool so now when I go tell these people I'm like I, I was telling Chad this is like before when I was just a regular worker I'd be like hey can you do this for me like generally asking can you do this for me now since I'm a supervisor I'm like can you do this for me but I'm really just being nice. I'm really telling you to do this now, but I'm exactly. still saying the same words. Exactly. So. Just different tone. Right. I, I thought you were going to say, um, <laughs> now when you are like, can you do this for me? They're like, no. Why would I do that for you now? I wish a motherfucker would. Don't let the jokes fool you. All right? All right, we can <laughs> laugh and joke, but oh, don't worry. We can, I can but, still switch it in. With it. I ain't afraid to write a motherfucker up. Exactly. <laughs> do what you got to do. It's, I mean, shit is just so simple. Like, come on, either do it 
Like there's no reason for you not to do it. If it's simple, do it and move along about your day. It's right. not that hard. Nobody and, uh, should have to pester you to do no shit you already know you got to do. And another thing is I've learned like just being a supervisor, it's just like I don't deal with the day-to-day duties of people. It's more like the overall view. And it's just like so many fucking meetings you got to go to, all this stuff. You got to not micromanage. Um, there's always stuff you got to intervene on. And then now you see people fucking up. And then now you got to correct that. It's all not mental or not physically exhausting. It's more mentally exhausting because I'm like, now I got to write an email to this person because one of my people did this and blah, blah, blah. It's just. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's so, this is a different position than what you initially went for, right? Yes. Okay. So, oh, yeah. let me say congratulations then because I know I haven't talked to you about that or s- since then. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, I'm on that. Uh, I'm trying to be like Chad. <laughs> I tell Chad that even though I'm older, I look up to him with his work stuff. So every oh, yeah. year or so, I asked Chad, what is your uh, grade level? So I know I, I got to stay either one or under, make sure we on the same path. Uh-huh. So I got I got a nice little uh, pay increase or uh pay scale increase so as soon as I did it I was like Chad what is your grade of kid <laughs> make sure I'm staying out there <laughs> where do I have to get to right next year let's see I mean yes go for it Matt you climb that ladder with <laughs> me like you you be as unhappy as I am <laughs> hey man I might be unhappy at work but my bank account won't be unhappy there you go mm. there you go well that's where we differ but you don't want to be unhappy at work, do you? Come on now. Nobody right. wants to be unhappy at work. Right. And the people I work with now, I enjoy working with them. There you go. I think you 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 probably enjoy it enough. Right. Enough to get these eight hours that are done. There, there you go. That's all it that's all it takes. Now, if you just in there miserable, then something ain't right. Right. <laughs> then it's time to go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> time to come back to America. Uh, you know. Right. <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. But also, uh, through my teleworking time, I was able to catch up on um, some Netflix shows that I've been meaning to do. So my Netflix recommendation of the week is a TV series called Clickbait. Have you guys seen it? I've I've seen the trailer. of it, but I haven't actually watched it. It's only eight episodes, and I really, I can't give you no specific details because one detail is going to lead to a spoiler so i try to break it down to where there is a person who is <laughs> there's a person it's a great kidnapped. show a person is kidnapped that's in the okay, show there we go yeah okay so person is kidnapped and... that's what the whole fucking show is about how's that well, a, how's that a secret a, kid, a kidnapping because there's more let's... to oh, well, things happen so it may or may out. not be a kidnapping What'd you oh. say, Shatia? I was going to say he probably doesn't want to let it out for the other listeners, but I'm like, I don't give a damn one way or other. You can spoil it, do whatever you uh, want to do with it. All right, all right Chad, if you, we, if you could edit, you could edit this out later. I could tell her, are you, Jay, are you planning on watching it? No, but like, <laughs> watch no. the trailer at least before you recommend these shows. That way you know what, the, what they're putting out there. 
Well, I've already seen the series. Why do I need to watch the trailer? Because you're like, I don't want to say it's about a kidnapping, but like that's how they're advertising the show. Oh, hmm. well, nah. If you're not going to watch it, I'll tell you. Basically, uh, they lead you down this road to where every episode they make you think somebody else did this, somebody else did this. So, no. ba- so basically, look, it looks like the person that was kidnapped, the husband, was uh, on Tinder and stuff, making, pr- making uh, fake profiles and stuff to get with these girls and everything. Then it turned out that like maybe it was his best friend who did it because he had access to his stuff. But at mm-hmm. the end of the story, it was just this old lady who worked at his job who had access to his computer and stuff, his password. And she was making fake accounts because she wasn't feel loved by her husband. So she made a fake account with this dude's face on there, uh, was uh, catfishing all these women. And the reason why he got kidnapped is one of the women, the old lady was catfishing, said like... Um, she used a fake uh, voice recorder, made her sound like a guy or whatever. They never met up. This is all online stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then he was like, then her husband found out what she was doing, making all these fake profiles. And he was like, you got to cut this shit out. So she was all upset. So she ended it with one of the girls. But that girl was like bipolar, had stuff in her mind and everything else like that. And she was like, um, uh, you can't, you, you said you love me. I'm going to kill myself. So she ends up killing herself. So mm-hmm. then her brother found out that the guy who she, who we thought was a guy that did that to her, kidnaps the dude with the hope and killed, and the guy gets killed and everything. All of this, but in the end, he didn't do nothing. The husband was a good guy, didn't cheat, didn't do nothing. It was just this old lady catfishing using his profile. You said that he got killed. The husband was killed. Yeah. Wow. But not by, but not by that person though. By a different person. Yeah, it's just like one thing after another, after another, it's a, it was Hence a wild why ride. they call it clickbait. Yeah. Ooh. I think if they would have called Ooh. it catfishing, it would have spoiled it. But yeah. I yeah. mean, but also, you know, that that kind of really tells what's going on. Like if you call the show catfish, like you just right. spoil right. the whole thing. Right, right, right. 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 So it's a good, nice little episode. But also some other things right now, um, Squid Game is, is is pretty good. But I haven't seen the whole series yet to mm. uh Yeah, I'm saying a lot of memes about it. Yeah, I've heard people talk about that. You know, I, I, I must have to step my TV watching game up or something because I just be like, okay, I see it, but I don't go watch it. Right. I feel the same way. Like the last couple of weeks, it's just like the only things I'm watching are things that I, I have to watch for the show. I hear you. Uh, I did read a book, though, guys. Uh-oh. Chad getting uh, his read on. <laughs> it's called Framed by S.L. McInnes. And um, so I'm not sure if either of you have read the Game of Thrones books, but each chapter in the Game of Thrones books takes, is, it follows the perspective of a different character. So mm-hmm. in this book, each chapter is a different character. And also like each chapter is like really short. So you really feel like you're running through the book. Um, so basically, I'm gonna do a light spoiler here. The book is called Framed, but the whole framing of a of another person doesn't come into play until like the last like five or six chapters before the end of the book. Mm-hmm. So you're like, where's this framing coming from? But basically, it's about two old college friends. It's been like 15 years or so since they graduated college, and uh, you got Cassie and Beth. And Cassie's kind of a wild child and Beth's like the, you know, button down stick in the mud. 
and Cassie comes to LA where Beth lives and she's involved in a drug deal where like almost everybody is murdered, including an undercover cop. And so she's like on the run with the money, but like one of the drug dealer dudes didn't die. So she's trying to hide out and she reconnects with Beth and like hijinks ensue, but it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. And the person that you think is framed is not framed at all. That's um, normally how it goes. <laughs> uh, it's one of those books where it's like, it's some twists and turns. And it's like, when the big twist comes out at the end, you need to reread the book to see how this character was actually reacting around other people. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It was a library book. Um, I'd recommend it. So check it out. Good people. No. And the other I'm thing I'm not going to say that I will, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to talk about is you guys know I love Legos. Um, you guys know, not the audience. Mm-hmm. But um, so I bought a new set today and I'm putting this in the chat, but um, I will put it in the show notes. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, it'll kind of pop up. So this is, uh, it's called the Super Mario 64 question mark block. And it's a block and like the top opens up and it's like little levels from Mario. When you put Mm -hmm. it together, it's like over 2000 pieces. And uh, it just came out yesterday and I bought it today. And I look forward to putting it together with a couple, you know, with a friend of mine. Oh, okay. A friend of yours? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) maybe maybe not um she would eat them but you know well we got to be on guard for that all right Um, that's what parenting is all about chad parenting it's a (laughs) never-ending thing of course Uh, i guess chad we never talked about this but uh speaking of mario what's your thoughts about the cast of the new mario movie there's a new Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like animated or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're right. We haven't talked about this, and I am not pleased about this at all. Um, Why? So for the uh for the audience, the, they cast Chris Pratt as Mario, and I just don't think that the voice of Emmett from the Lego Movie matches Mario, Italian plumber. <laughs> Probably not. They said, yeah. They said, they, what do you think about uh, uh, Queen Gambit lady being Princess Peach? So she can do accents. And so, like, I feel like she will probably be like a really good voice actress. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, like, some of that other stuff, like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. What? What? Seth that- Rogen. Why I don't remember you? Donkey Kong having a voice. I mean, he's a gorilla, but like, you want the gorilla to sound like a stoner? Maybe, maybe that's that's what Donkey Kong is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we just didn't know that. Right. Donkey Kong likes to smoke too. You know what I mean? After <laughs> hey, you know, a hard day hey, out there, you know. Hey, listen. You know, you find some strange things out when you get older. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, that takes us to this week's movie house party if my pops finds out i got in trouble in school today i'm definitely going to be on punishment uh there's a party tonight at peter's house can i go you're not going nowhere every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight 
Yo, baby, you looking real good. Step off. Scandalous. Kick it, Pop. What you got to say now, punk? How much more trouble can I get into? Hey, Eraserhead. Okay, so where we're on our way to? The house party. Uh, so I've been writing like little synopsises of the movie to kind of mm-hmm. like really capture of the feel of what happens in the movie because a lot of times people don't watch the movie that listen to the show. But mm. I wrote some stuff down and it just still doesn't feel right because it's like, this movie is about a lot of stuff but it's a lot also, of stuff but it's also not about a lot of stuff if that makes sense you know yeah i get it so like i wrote some shit down i'm like mm, I'm, I'm not feeling it so let me let me see what imdb says real quick kid decides to go to his friend play's house party but neither of them can predict what's in store for them on what could be the wildest night of their lives so all that being said shatia what were your thoughts on house party uh, I actually really like House Party. Um, I've I haven't been in this the scenarios that they've been in. Those were a bit much, but and for you, them, and you don't have don't feel restrained. This is a spoiler section. Don't say you don't have to say it, man. But this is a spoiler section. No, this movie came out in 1985. A lot of not things going on. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got bullying going on in there. You got sexual things going on there. You got friendship, all, all type of things that we uh, experience throughout life, right? Then you got the cops harassing Black folks, which we've been experiencing that forever. So, I mean, it has all the elements of everything that still happens to this day i i enjoy this movie i really like it and 1990 came out to me 100 mm-hmm. it still holds up in 2021 mm-hmm. um there is some stuff that's uh wouldn't <laughs> fly in 2021 i didn't know they, if we were going to talk about any of that yeah uh they use the uh word a lot in this movie uh just just so we're clear the capital f word yeah not 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 the f-u-c-k f word the other f word yeah yeah so they use that uh quite a lot in this movie um also i think it's funny and it's not just this movie it's like a lot of movies you look at these people and they expect us to think they in high school. Like all the bullies look like thirty five years old. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, maybe you. maybe that was part of the joke. Maybe. Well, no, like because a lot of the kids in there didn't look didn't look uh like they should be in high school. They all look like adults. I mean, they were, yeah. but you know. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Right. Um. But then, yeah. but then too, you know, that was people actually looked like that back in the day. So. 
They, they look like they were 35 when they were yeah, in high school. You know, yes. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that, Shatia. Because, like, you ever yes. watch a movie, like, from the 50s or the 60s where it's, like, they smoke, like, three packs of cigarettes a day and everybody looks so old back then. Yes. They're like, I'm 20. I'm 20. <laughs> like, what? Excuse me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. that Like, that's how they used to look back then. Everybody looked like they were much older than what they are. Right. No, I'm saying also... I liked how John Witherspoon and mm-hmm. um, his dad, it mm-hmm. was like uh, Robin their whole Harris. job. Robin Harris. Robin Harris. Yeah. It, was like, it was like every time they was OC, it was like their the whole thing was to tell jokes and roast somebody. Ex- every exactly. time, even exactly. one of them was on there. I mean, they were like doing the, going through with the plot, the storyline, uh-huh. but they're always roasting somebody, yeah. whoever they're with, that was there telling jokes on that person. Yeah, so. their main job was to let let's see perform right give so, us these jokes that you got so you said overall you like this movie right matt yeah i really enjoyed it and then i even get to the party the dance the dancing yes so mm-hmm. and we already know how iconic the kid and play dances people do it till this day uh-huh um yeah so i love this movie it was great Actually, one thing I didn't notice that I'd never watched before, the end credits. Like I didn't watch, I've never seen that before till now. <laughs> um, him getting a whooping. No, no, no. After that. That's something after it. Come on, Chad. Just like a Marvel movie, stay to the end of the credits. <laughs> not not for some made in 1990. Like, so I was watching it on Netflix and the, the um you know like when uh, uh uh something you're watching is about to end like it, it shifts into that little box uh-huh and so like after the audio went off like of him getting whipped over the um over the credits the- it shifted mm-hmm. into that little box so I, that's why i thought yeah. it was over oh no like i was I but know, there's something always my- something going on when when you know when the credits are going and it's in that little box. There's always some extra stuff going. Yeah, on. So I was like, all right, let me see, let me just keep it on, and see what happens. So what happens is the cops come out. They're talking about me, um, one of their grandmothers or whatever. Oh, the and- cookies or something like that. No, that wasn't after the credits though. Oh, oh I, I guess I guess that was a mid credit scene. It was a mid credit yeah. scene. Okay, so you I, see no, that. I thought you when when you said after the credits, I thought you meant. After, after it was over. Oh, at the finals? No. Oh, no, I, I stayed there for that. Oh, okay, no, but I'm that mid, okay, mid credit part. <laughs> yeah, I've never I saw seen that. that before. I saw that. I, well, I, like, I don't remember ever seeing that either, but yeah, I saw that part. Okay, yeah. But uh, what's your thoughts about it, Chad? So it was weird to see some actors so young. Like, mm-hmm. specifically, it was super weird seeing Martin Lawrence play a high school student, and two years later, he'd play a whole ass adult on his own TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it was cool seeing young tisha campbell in the movie and it yeah. was really neat to see that one scene her and martin had together mm-hmm. um i liked how it wasn't just about the house party like there was stuff leading up to it there was stuff a little bit afterwards mm-hmm. and i like how the movie captured the feeling of being at a party there was going to be mm-hmm. some highs like when they did the rap battle and the dance and stuff and then that's going to be some lows where it's like it's a little bit boring or as people a little bit annoying and all that stuff like mm-hmm. it, it captured it quite well um i did not like play at all he came off like as the biggest asshole and i was surprised that him i think and- that was the idea but then i was like why are you friends with him kid like all he does is like shit on you and every chance he gets 
I think it's because, you know, we always, uh, a lot of us have those. Well, no, nah, but, but are they necessarily friends, though? I mean, I mean, I this, know. but also he he came and bailed them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's I mean, true. he, I mean, I think they just had that that um, love hate relationship. You know what I'm saying? How they show each other love, but there's always that you know that joking part where you're taking a a, a punch at somebody. You know, right? Even though that's your supposed to be your friend, your friend of me. Yeah, exactly. But you know. I don't know. They 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 grew up together, so I mean. And then that last scene that they had together, where uh, players chastising kid for wanting to use a condom, like I get that that's like 1990s mindset, but it's just like, just a way of like how that argument ended is an interesting way to end the movie, you know. Like I would think that it wouldn't end so antagonistically between yeah. the two leads of the movie um but you know i did like the bit where uh play went to go pick martin lawrence up and he had that woman in the car and they loaded all the uh equipment in the car <laughs> the and they're scratching it up and shit and then he's like oh it's not room we gotta come back and then hours <laughs> later he comes back with a with a car full of people and what i'm like car this full is... of women <laughs> right <laughs> oh but i got you one but neither one of them want him so right. i'm <laughs> <laughs> but um overall i did like the movie and i like how it's low-key a musical like in the vein of something from the 50s and 60s but with black people so mm -hmm. i personally don't see how someone can say they don't like musicals but also like this movie looking at you matt oh matt and where you yeah. get a musical from comments like where were they rapping you yeah like that they it? would yeah that's music is rap not music to you no, i'm saying but you're saying what that happened at what one part two parts in it yeah i've been a few parts there was there Hell, was, the party and where else the the very first party at the um uh, the uh the soror sorority uh not sorority um the the black fraternity party oh the, oh, the, the old, old people old, yeah, old yeah. People. like they're like if like, i'm not saying like it was like full on like every other word every other piece of dialogue was like music but like the music just like spontaneously came out like something from the 50s or the 60s like an old school musical like it's very clear that the writers had inspiration from those old time movies well no i disagree with you i don't consider this a musical but okay <laughs> okay i, I like this movie and I don't like musicals. <laughs> it's it's musical-ish. They they broke out into song in this musical, but okay. Let's say musical-ish. Well, then maybe I don't like singing musicals. Maybe I just like rapping musicals. Rapping musicals. Okay. So, so you saying rap isn't music? Huh? Like, why 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 are you diminishing rap? Why no, is rap? I'm bigging it up. To you? Huh? No, why? I said singing, singing. So you I can't you can't you can't sing and rap. So so Drake, uh, who, who Drake is irrelevant. Huh? No. Nope. Okay. So if Drake was doing a musical where he's rapping and Drake was doing a musical as he's singing, I would like the one that the musical that Drake is rapping in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shut your shit down. I'm not sure I would like a musical with Drake singing or rapping. Right. <laughs> but, but he can I'm do not it. Sure, I'm not really sure how that's going to go off with these people doing musicals. Drake could do it. Drake's one of the few people these days that could do it. Uh, he probably could, but I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I'd have to see that in action. <laughs> also, I want to make uh, 
I noticed uh, Anthony Johnson was in there. What, and who, who was that? He he played Ezell on Friday, and he just passed away last week. Oh, my oh yeah, he sure did. He had the Jerry and curl. He, yeah, he's on the Jerry curl. Okay, so I was going to say rest in peace Follow to him. Yeah, trip. right. <laughs> rest in like peace he, to him. Yes, I was just like it's like you said. It's like seeing all these people, these young when they were younger and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So in the uh, so when Tisha Campbell goes to her friend's house, remember the little boy that was making the Kool Aid? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> so you know what movie he's from, right? No, what? No. Boys in the Hood. He oh, he was Trey. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the younger, Trey. the yeah, okay. the younger one. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. I was like, and, and I hadn't noticed that before, but I watched it. I actually watched it tonight, and I was like, "Oh snap! I didn't even know that was him. That was him." <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting, but yeah, like like Matt said, it is definitely interesting to see that, you know. And we all can't forget about uh younger baby people. boy's mama was in there. AJ, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I say it was a, it's a it's a really it's a good, good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie, yeah. It's a really good movie. So I I appreciate it. Like I don't really remember like I remember like like parts of the third one, but I don't remember anything from the second one. So it would be interesting to revisit the rest. Well, the other two. There's only three. Mm-hmm. There's only three house party movies, just so we're all clear. Right. Well, you, you, third... like, you, we, we don't like uh immature. They're in three. Oh, wait. How many? There's that's five. Kid and Play are only in three. Three of them. The three is a bachelor party, right? Three is the one with immature. So the bachelor. That, that's yeah, the bachelor, bachelor party? Okay. Yeah, the bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was two about then? Y'all talk so much. Was- I Oh, the pajama party. Two was a Jap- the pajama party. At oh, the yeah, thing. the one that was uh, at like the warehouse or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Have, to, we'll have to review, re, um, revisit these on the show. Yeah. I've been, I've been to some house parties back in that day. And let me tell you, oh boy, they can exactly what you see on there is exactly how it goes. You know, that's a good, that reminded me um, with the whole John Witherspoon bit where it was kind of frustrating that, you know, he was calling the police on them. And it's like, you black, and you about to call the white police on these young black kids. But we have that, you know, a lot of... <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. It's just like, it's just frustrating. That's it, I mean, uh, it, it uh, is. But at the same time, come on now. But here's the thing. That I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first house party they've ever had at that house. That's actually it's not because there was a reference to it when um when uh kid was trying to go to the party and he's like the last time you went out to a party you came home exactly yeah exactly so it's like you already know there's there's kids next door and you know what it's gonna what's gonna happen so either deal with it you see like the wife was like. You're the only one making noise. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she, she got so used to it, she it doesn't even bother her. She like you, you the you the problem. Just you know, lay, pretty much lay your ass down and go to bed. That's it. <laughs> Do y'all remember how much he said he bought his house for? Fifteen thousand dollars. 
Right, I was like, damn, I wish I could buy a house like that for $15,000 now. Yeah, you said that stood out to me too, tonight, too. I was like, oh, $15,000? So that was in 1990. So that means he probably bought that house in like the 70s, maybe? Maybe late 60s? Right. Imagine that. I was like, woo! I'm telling you, do you, man, $15,000? That's nothing. Right now, now that house is probably like five hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And who is really living in that house now? Is it even still up? Right. You know, because you know how they come through and try to demolish everything. It's called gentrification. It's it's ridiculous. So, um, I did the I wrote down the box office of this movie. So it had a two point five million dollar budget. And it made $26 million worldwide. So there's, you know, obviously there was at least one sequel. There's mm-hmm. there's four sequels, but, you know, it did pretty well. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you two think the Rotten Tomatoes score is on House Party? Rotten Tomatoes? Uh... Yeah. So um, it is. it basically is an average of all of the reviews. Mm-hmm. And so it's one to a hundred. One is like bad. A hundred is good. What do you, where do you think it is scored? Out of all of the, pretty it, high. So I'm going to say with, this, I'm going to say this is, is there are 29 reviews that are captured. So some are mm-hmm. actually from 1990. Some are like more in, current in between. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say 92%. You think 92? Hmm. I'm I'm gonna say about I'm gonna give it about 80-85%. So it scored 93% with mm-hmm. 29 reviews. I was really surprised it was that high. Yeah, that's why I'm like that's why I'm going for like 80-85. But yeah, that's pretty high. That's good. All right. So got a trivia question for you too. Um, all right. So house party was originally offered to. A, Eric B. and Rakim, B, Salt and Pepper, C, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, or D, De La Soul. Who did they originally offer House Party to, like to star in? Fresh Prince. And Jazzy Jeff. That's that's what I want to say. You can say that also. Yeah. I'm going to say them, but I also... I'm also going to say A too, but yeah, I'm going to go with C. But I wouldn't mind seeing a movie if like a movie with Salt and Pepper back there, the house party movie. That's all Oh, yeah, because I think it'll be Were they not in one of them? I think the second one may be. Were they in the second one? I feel like they had a cameo in in one of them. Right. House Party was originally offered to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. This happened because New Line Cinema won a lawsuit against them due to their song A Nightmare on My Street. And one of the conditions where they had to appear in a New Line film. But they did not decide to do to start in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure which New Line movie they were in because, you know, I wasn't about to do good research. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to run through these three little pieces of trivia and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, some of the cast's real age was much older than who the characters they were playing were. Martin Lawrence was 25, Kid was 26, and Play was 28, but they were, all, they were all supposed to be high school students. 
Robin Harris was only 36 years old, 10 years older than Kid, who played his son. Also, Robin Harris, you could tell he liked the drink. Like, you could just see it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or smoke some good stuff. um the movie was filmed at plays real life home in california the south the shower scene in the first act as well as the use of the of a post-credit scene are references to ferris bueller's day off one of several classic teen movies that inspired house party's premise so shatia do you have anything that you would like to plug before we get out of here miss Mm, no i ain't got no plugs okay i don't like people i don't want nobody to follow me don't contact me don't do any of that (laughs) (laughs) if i don't know you already nine times out of ten i really don't want to know you well all right damn (laughs) um well thank you so much for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we used to talk pod. So I want to thank you so much for coming on, Shatia. It's been two years since we spoke. I and know. we really besides need... on Facebook and well, spoke know, though, spoke. Media, but spoken, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you so much for coming on. And um, this was fun. Thank you, Shatia, for being on. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I, I was at first, I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know how this is gonna go, but you know, it was actually pretty fun. I appreciate it. I thank you guys for wanting to have me on the show. It was awesome. Um, it's first podcast, so hey, look at there. Thank you all for listening. Take everything we talked about. And you talk about it at work with your friends.